This episode of My Bloody Judy is sponsored by HorrorPress.com. Howdy, howdy, and welcome to My Bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. And today we are joined by two wonderful guests. Our opening kills are one of my best friends in the whole wide world, and she is a New York Times bestselling author and co-host of Slayer Fest 98. Kirsten White. Hi, Kirsten. Hi. And our other guest is one of my favorite Twitter crushes. That was Stephen O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should all know me already. I was like, oh. <laughs> Just complete um, silence on the audio end for anybody yes, listening. Sorry. <laughs> I am so happy to have both of you here. Kirsten is such a good friend that she hates doing video, but agreed to do this yes. for my bloody Judy. <laughs> I put on makeup at 5 p.m. for both of you. So. <laughs> is this your very first video appearance on a podcast? Did we get that? Did we bag it? I think that I have done a video podcast. Somebody live streamed from Twitch a podcast, which was... Oh, that's interesting. I don't know how any of those mechanics work. Yeah. I, don't, I don't either. I just showed up. Um, uh, but we'll just say this is my first. We'll just, it's definitely my favorite. There you go. Love yeah. that. <laughs> Hopefully that um, other guy's been watching. Yeah. I mean, we are here to talk about Scream. What else? What else? Right? Scream 6 just came out, and so all of our content is going to be Scream-related for the next while until we, until we can forget about it or until the uh, the physical release of the movie, and then we start all over again and do all of these same episodes again because we just keep repeating content. Um, Listen, yeah. Which is appropriate for Scream. <laughs> right? <That's> wonderful. <laughs> uh, Steven, we have done an episode with you. Actually, you came on for like a big gay was it a live stream that we did or was I it just it an was. episode? I don't remember. Yeah. And we talked it all was, about Scream yeah. 5, right? Yes. And so I want to start with you and I want your quick rapid fire thoughts on Scream 6. I like Scream 6 and have a lot of issues with Scream 6. Okay. But I do like it. Oh, I, I, yeah. And I enjoyed it more the second time I watched it. Perfect. And, um, but yeah, I've got some problems with it. And we'll that discuss will come a up couple in, of those. Yeah, because yeah. we're going to be talking about our, our ideas and where we think they might go for Scream yeah. 7. Now, Kirsten, in the two weeks leading up to the release of Scream 6, you have just started the uh, the franchise, so you have a fresher perspective than all of us. I need your thoughts beginning to end to Scream <laughs> 6 and all of it, okay? So we're going to sit here for the next 30 minutes. While <laughs> that is actually the episode, yeah. Okay, my Scream origin story. All right, so um, it was actually kind of, it, it's been really bizarre um, interacting and engaging with this material for the first time. Um, so Ian... Is one of my best friends and my other best friend is Stephanie Perkins and they both scream is like a super formative movie for both of them and so this last November I went and visited Steph in North Carolina and we spent the whole weekend she gave me um like a slasher history education right oh, that's we watched a good the, the first slashers she gave me context she explained the connections between them how they built on each other it was like the nerdiest fun ever right um the slashers have never really been my thing mostly because their treatment of women is awful, um, but also because I wasn't allowed to engage with rated R content growing up. Um, I didn't start watching rated R movies till I was like 30. So, um, so I had never seen Scream, but I knew everything that happened because I hate not knowing what happens in things. So even when I wasn't watching those movies, I would go and look up the summaries and read every single plot point because I don't like not knowing things. So I knew there were two killers. I knew this, I knew this, I knew that. But 
even knowing every single thing about the movie, I really enjoyed it. I mean, every character in Scream 1 matters. They all absolutely maximize whatever screen time they have, but not in like jarring or obnoxious ways. They're just so good. Like everyone is perfectly cast. And so it was a super fun movie. I really loved it. I loved that the women all had agency and more dynamic characters. I love that they all fought like hell, even if they ended up dying. It was never because they were stupid, um, which is really important for me. I hate when characters are stupid um, in flashers. I mean, you know, and generally. (laughs) (laughs) So then um, fast forward to a couple weeks ago, my 16 year old son is really into movies too. And I was like, hey, let's watch all of the screen movies and then we can go to screen six in the theaters. And my spouse was like, (laughs) <laughs> not into horror um, he got a lot of like push-ups and guitar playing done in the other room um everybody wins right uh, it's very specific so, too push-ups and guitar playing right right yeah i have great spouse um so i watched scream 2 and i realized as i'm watching it like wait i know who the killers are wait i've seen this before and it was like it was almost like I had dreamed the movie before I saw it because I had very vague memories, but certain, certain scenes, I was like, oh, I know this scene. And I must've watched it on TV as a teenager in the nineties, edited and not remembered. I do think that one was on TV a lot back then. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, it's still stupid. <laughs> no offense to screen <laughs> fans. Um, it's definitely the weakest of the entire series for me. Okay. It was fun, but you know, the, the whole scene where they're climbing over Ghostface and Ghostface is unconscious and you're like. Thrilling. Amazing. One of my favorite <laughs> scenes I, in the franchise. Yeah, I, I, I'm about to burst into tears right now. <laughs> Weeping at the TV, like, what are you doing? And I, that's, again, my issue with making characters stupid. Like, Sydney's smart. She's not going to. Anyway, whatever. It's fine. We're moving on. I'm like, okay, great. Now we're going to watch three. I've never seen three. I had also seen three before on TV. Yeah. Like, 20 you know, more than 20 years ago. So there were just certain scenes where I was like, I know this scene. Um, but I thought that one was fun. I liked the killer reveal. I liked the twist. There was only one killer. Um, and then I got to four and I had actually never seen four and I hadn't looked up the summary. So yes. it was amazing. Um, I thought that one was super fun. I loved uh, the sort of you can never go home again aspect of it. I loved the killer reveal at the end. Thought it was hilarious. <laughs> so um, thought it was super fun. Uh, five, I liked also. Um, I, I had issues with Sam as a protagonist, because Ian and I have talked about this, she wasn't really allowed to be much of a character until the very end because they were sort of holding her back. Maybe that's Which, what like, we felt as well, Ian. Yeah, yeah. So I understand that from a narrative point of view, um, but it made for like a very weak main character, right? It was hard to invest in her. Um, although I think the Jenna Ortega casting was phenomenal because she's so tiny. Yes, she, she looks so younger. Than, she actually looks like she could still play like 15, right? Yeah, yeah. So she was real. I, I thought the casting was excellent. Uh, I loved the boyfriend because he's so charming and funny. And I mean, I knew, I also thought one was funny because it was the two most obvious killers were the killers, which I liked because usually it's not the most obvious killers. Um, and then six, we got to go and see six in the theaters. And honestly, like, again, I don't have 
25 years of emotional connection to these characters it was not a formative series for me. I love the movies, but I love them because they're fun. Mm -hmm. And I haven't had all of this time to build up theories in my head or build up intense relationships with the storylines or the characters, which I do do. So I feel a lot of compassion for that. Um, so that being said, the mom and me was like, good. Leave Sydney out of it. Let her be happy with her hot husband yes, somewhere safe. Yes. Do not drag her through this trauma again. So like, I do I do hate that they didn't offer her enough money to be in the movie. I think I feel like that was deeply disrespectful. But at the same time, for the character of Sydney Prescott, yes, like, yes. let her yeah. be happy. Right. I yeah. her so much. Um, <laughs> I thought it was really fun. I had, thought I had some amazing scenes. The ladder crossing scene, um, the entire Gale apartment scene was phenomenal. Maybe one of the best sequences of all the movies. I loved the opening kill. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, and Ian. This is Kirsten and so, I normally agree on everything, and this yeah. is like. <laughs> um. So I texted Ian the day before I went and saw Scream Six. He had already seen it, and I was oh, like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, my husband just had the most amazing idea. I can't believe they haven't done it yet. Well, <laughs> I haven't had a ghost face starting. Who doesn't know there's another ghost face starting? And then they have to fight each other because they both yeah. want to be the only ghost face. And he was like, "LOL, yeah, that's a really good idea. I don't know why they that haven't done it." That sounds so crazy. I literally, oh I was goodness. walking out of the theater Whoa. and saw that text and was like. What is this a joke? Like, <laughs> yeah. she read yeah. the summary already. She yeah, she I, did. She did. She read the summary, or she was sitting right behind us in the theater. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting right behind me in the theater. My ghost face mask. Yes. Um. So I loved that. I just thought that was so funny that um. You know, you did a very good job of not giving any spoilers, and that that was actually the opening kill sequence. Um, other than that, like, I don't ask for very much from screen movies. I just want them to be entertaining. Was it riddled with plot holes? Yes. Yeah. Was that okay? Also, yes. <laughs> uh, was the killer reveal so over the top and their monologue, like, painfully, painfully over the top? Yes. Is that okay? Also, yes. I love your um, approach already. I love this. This is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. and I love that Sam was able to step in to the lead role and be yeah. a much more dynamic character, as was Tara. Mm -hmm. I love the sister dynamic. I love that we now have two final girls. And then, you know, the core four, I liked a lot. I liked that dynamic. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I don't know. Like, I'm pretty easy to please, I guess, with yeah. this movie. Because I don't have... I don't have the history with that. That really does help, yeah. I think. And yeah, it's and wonderful. I really, like, I, like I do, I do think that helps a lot. It wasn't a formative series for me. It yeah. wasn't something that I've grown up with, um, that I've invested decades of my life in these characters and the storytelling. This feels attacking, okay? Movie. This feels a little pointed, Kirsten, <laughs> wow. <Houston>, okay? <laughs> I mean, like, one by one, we're I'm just gonna like turn our videos off. Compared to all of you. No, just kidding. Um, no, we're gay. But we're gay. That's important to establish up front, like, because I know that the fandom for Scream can get kind of intense. But again, I was forged in the fire of writing a Star Wars novel, so y'all can't touch me. Mm. <laughs> you, you've been you through it already, me. okay? You think you can hurt me? I wrote a Star Wars book. <laughs> um, yeah. One of my favorite parts of this, though, the, the entire thing that you just said is, is that you started this journey with your son and your son. So one of my most formative memories is I, I never had a like the greatest relationship with my dad. Right. But my favorite memories with my dad were 
Um, and I was also the trial kid, right? So, like, it, it, they took me to movies <laughs> that I probably shouldn't have been seeing at, like, very young ages. But those were very formative because my dad would take me to scary movies. And mm-hmm. that was always what we did together. If there was anything we did together, it was him taking me to a scary movie. Um, and the only one he ever took me out of was a Rob Zombie one. <laughs> About 15 minutes in, he's like, what? no. Wait, which one? Which one? It was uh, uh, Devil's Rejects. Oh, right, yeah. And he's, oh. like, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> he's sin- like, no. That is like yes, I, terrible. I extremely like you do not take a kid to see that. Movie. So I'm really he- I like I love hearing that you now have this experience with your your 16 year old son, and I wonder if this will turn into like in in 10 20 years a formative uh, sort of core memory for him. Um, I hope so, and then yeah. we can be going to Scream 17 together when he comes home from his job as an Wonderful. astrophysicist. <laughs> yeah, um, how did he sort of like really quickly, how did he sort of uh, uh, take in the, the, the series and this, this newest one? Yeah, so he's actually a big film buff, a big film and TV buff. Um, he's in all the film classes in the film club at high school, so he he approaches film from like, he appreciates it, he appreciates it on a technical standpoint like I'm always story 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 and he's like oh I love the way they framed this shot they're very clearly telegraphing that something terrible is about to happen and um I'm like wow the actresses are really pretty um (laughs) and so he really liked the original screen he thought it was really clever he didn't know anything about it so he didn't know the two killer twists I was gonna ask you that what he knew about it yeah he didn't know anything because the teens don't know they don't care um All these things that we hold sacred, teenagers do not care. Um, And so, yeah, he thought it was really fun. He kind of agreed with me that, that, you know, Scream 2 was "Eh, whatever. Um, And that, you know, the the other ones were varying, varying levels of of Mm. quality, but, but he agreed that all of them were fun and worth watching. Um, So yeah, yeah, you know, the kids are all right. Perfect. Love it. (laughs) Love it. Um, Yeah. Where do you think, where where, where are we going, Ian? So, um, Stephen, what were you going to say? This, I mean, I can't hear another bad thing about Scream 2. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't so, at all. So I know that's not what this pod, this this one's about, so I, I, I'm not going to sit here and defend Scream 2, but just know. <laughs> Stephen and I are in a group. That being said, like, it's the bottom of my Scream rankings, but I still think it's a solid, fun, well-done yeah. movie. Like, I mean, the worst Scream is still better it's still, than... Yeah. A lot of other things. Trying to dig yourself out of this hole, but Stephen's already burning your books. So Stephen and I are in a group chat with Lewis Peitzman, and we were talking about this, and both of them were like, can you imagine anyone putting Scream low on their ranking? And I was like, ooh, a Scream 2, and I was like, ooh, it's, it's, it is low on mine. <laughs> It's okay. it's okay but you know what fine, it's fine, Scream fine. doesn't have a bad movie this it franchise does. yeah. doesn't have a bad it movie does. right um, it's such a nice thing so scream six it. they they gave us what they gave us right so we are here specifically to talk about a uh what do we want to see from scream seven where would we love to see it go and b <laughs> What do you think will actually happen? Because I'm terrible at guessing this. I, I like every single time I'm like, Cult of Ghostface, there's going to be like five of them, right? There's going to be there's gonna be tons of them. I know exactly how this is going to go. It would be the most unexpected. It never happens. I'm terrible at guessing all of these. So uh, whoever wants to go first, what do you want from Scream 7? <clears throat> um, I would love to see characters die in Scream 7. Perfect, perfect. You might you might get more than than who died in this one. Not, not too many. one lesbian being killed in your slasher film. I'd love to see a few people maybe uh, not make it. <laughs> would be would be my. I am. I, you know, I say that very jokingly, but I think that was sort of 
my the thing that I really the first time I was I was really struggling with of of just characters not dying and and just I feel like that's just been such a, a cornerstone of the screen franchise is that there are these these actors who come in these characters and they they get these fun big scenes and death scenes and mm-hmm. that's always been something I loved and and um and so I think I was I was really struggling with the lack of the lack of body count being built and like guy in bodega number two doesn't really satisfy me um in that in that way and um and so that is something i just if it if just give me more people that you can uh that ghostface can can go after i guess um if they are really protecting this core four or whatever and you know, I'm sure we'll get into more of that. Like what that maybe the plan is. The for stakes them. didn't really feel as high because of that, did they? Um, you know, we got basically two really drawn out death scenes with okay. Chad and Mindy, and yet neither of them died. And I love it. I love to see them in another one, right? I will yeah. not complain about it, but it's a, a little wild that Chad, at the very least, didn't die. Yeah, I, and I feel like that scene was so iconic like two ghost face coming out and and stabbing him like i was like this is you know something so new something we haven't Mm -hmm. seen before and then and sort of the same thing with mindy the subway scene was i thought fantastic and i felt that the fact that they both survived that sort of cheapened those moments a A little little bit. bit um because you are then dealing outside of this reality that I think, you know, scream is scream and it's always going to be a little bit heightened reality, but I think it sort of takes you out of like, no, Chad should be dead. Like he really just got super stabbed, super duper stabbed. Mindy, it's like, okay, she was, it was like, I thought she was going to get stabbed more, but it is like, okay, I can buy that she like, she's bleeding out, but she's pulled out and like people come to help her. That I can be like, all right. She lives, she's just yeah. sidelined the way like Gail is in a few movies. But like Chad like gets a death. Chad scene. is very <laughs> much the new Dewey in that respect. Yeah. Will get stabbed up, gutted, but it will appear in every movie after this, right? Makes it yeah. Mm. yeah. Um Kirsten, what do you what do you I, I am curious what you because I don't know if we talked about mm-hmm. that, the death the death count. Yeah, you know what's funny is I didn't actually think about that until just now. And you're right. <laughs> like as far as the main characters, yeah, I, did we even know Mindy's girlfriend's name? Because I, don't know. I, I, I looked it up. Yes, Anika. I liked I liked her, but yeah, she she's was like, like I didn't her, know her name. Yeah, like, didn't know yeah. her name. Uh, it was a very sad, very brutal uh, death. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I love the opening kill, but again, yeah, it's not it's not somebody you care about yet. Right. Um, and also, I I called every I called this whole thing. Um, because as soon as the roommate said, my dad moved here to be a cop after my brother died, I was like, oh, her brother yeah. is whatever his name was. <laughs> really so Richie. Yeah. Ricky. Her brother was Richie. <laughs> yeah. So the cop's son was Richie. Um, which is fine. Like I don't mind, I don't mind um when I know what when I can guess what's happening. But but yeah, the fact that two of the killers were in the friend group meant that they couldn't die or they right. couldn't die. Also, 
again. Well, I'm a cop, so I was first on the scene, so I was able to switch out the bodies because since I'm a cop, nobody noticed that I was carrying yeah, a carrying body. A body. It's just one of those things that you're just like, oh, slasher movie. Let me look over here for a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look back. Yeah, and just like just just ignore. It. Just, let it, just let it go. Just let it go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's true. And when they were building up the core four and making a big deal out of it, I was like, I'm going to be really sad yes. when Chad and or Mindy die, and then they didn't. And so part of me is happy because I like yes. those characters. Yes. Um, but then part of me is like, well, am I just going to have to watch him die in the next movie? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. That is, that is interesting. I hadn't I hadn't really thought about that because I did feel like this one was so brutal mm-hmm. in, you know, the latter death scene. And yeah. then um, Gail's poor nameless boyfriend. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then I actually found the bodega scene very upsetting because it was so yes. it was violent yeah. in a way that I feel like the screen movies haven't really been. Yes. Um, because the, the kills have always been so targeted, right? Like, I'm going to kill the police officers. I'm going to kill these people. But that was just so, that was such brutal random violence that yeah. that I found that scene to be really, um, really viscerally upsetting in a way that a lot of the others haven't been. So I think yeah. because of that, for me, I found this ghost face um, a lot scarier. Yeah. For me well, they're, they're really but, successful when they bring real world violence yeah. into it as well. Um, yeah. And this bodega scene was incredibly real world yeah. violence, you know. Yeah. Um, I, me and like, we're totally, we, we like had it spotted. We're like, one of the twins are going to die. Gail's probably going to die. We're going to cry about it. Um, you know, all, all these people are going to die. Nobody died. Um, but it does really track with Scream 1, Scream 2. Like, the mm-hmm. core three did not die. So, core four is probably going to make it to three i i would love to say that one of the twins are, are going to die but probably not i don't know we don't know um but how would we how would we love to write seven before we get into what they're probably going to do with seven right uh-oh i i i already have it plotted out oh my gosh <laughs> okay okay story time with Kirsten White, okay? well, but, but it's not how i would write it it's how i think they're going to write it based okay. on the evidence that i've gathered over the how last would time. you write it first okay how, what would, would, I how would you do it well then, come and back. We're gonna to bounce me. I off. Thought about that yet? All right. Okay. Well, we'll we'll figure out in a moment Ian, how New York Times you, bestselling you author. Cheers Start us off. I would write it. I I for me, I want because we. So I feel like with the opening kill, we've kind of done a lot of the like subversions of the subversions of the subversions. Mm-hmm. I kind of wouldn't mind the only way. So I've been thinking. I've actually, I've been thinking about this, and I actually don't have. I wrote a whole outline. Don't have this in my outline, um, but I think like I would want the only way I want Gail or Sydney to be in it. I think they would be a very cool opening attack, but I want them to live. I don't want them mm-hmm. to die, uh, but I think that like that could be their scene in the movie. Like they're not. Maybe they get a phone call and they're like they visit someone at the hospital, but like other than that, we don't need them in the rest of the movie. I think it would be cool maybe the two of them like happen to be like, all right, we'll go to dinner. Then they both get attacked. Like something where it's like the legacy character is attacked. And wasn't this like one of the original things for like stream four or five that Sydney was attacked? Yeah, it was going to be like a fan event. And I, we've talked a lot about that when we were doing our predictions for scream six, that a Sydney sort of like, attack scene would make sense if it was like some crazed van or something like that when we were we went to um to dallas for a horror convention and um, nev campbell was there and we were in her line for a very long time and um up close um, up ahead in line there was somebody like there was a bunch of security guards that came running past us towards her and 
had to remove a fan off of her because he wouldn't like let her go. I guess who kept like hugging her and like staring at her made her yeah. really uncomfortable. And we thought we thought she was gone at that point, and she stayed for the rest of the line, right? But that's so real world, and that we I could absolutely see that happening to Sydney. But now that we have a successful scream movie without Sydney, I almost don't even want her in seven. Mm-hmm. I think the very next, I do want her back at some point, right? But I think give her a gap, give her yeah. a long gap, maybe when her kids get 17 or something like that, right? Um, and maybe in seven, have whoever the killers are going to be or something, uh, uh, give some sort of line that says, I think all killers at this point are believe that Sydney deserves a break or something like that. Some like little <laughs> funny thing to nod at all of us. Um, but I kind of don't want Sydney in, in this next one. I think Gail makes more sense. She will always make sense in, in terms of yeah. reporting, investigative work, all of that. But Sydney really is, yeah, she's got a house in Malibu, wherever she is, right? She's like happy. Let her um, be. I would love ghost face in the snow, blood across the snow, cold uh creepy duck design just did a a poster of a cabin in the snow and i think that would be so brilliant you know i saw i'm glad you knew who um i forgot who had done that because i saw that poster as well and i um as somebody who has not creatively thought of um what a plot of scream 7 would look (laughs) like um i have not done my outline i thought i thought that poster art was incredible and i was like oh yeah that would be titillating such a a shift in things and you know a kind of a cabin in the in the woods moment mm-hmm. although you would have to be like those four characters like why would you ever be going to a cabin in the woods you four yes right? <laughs> i mean so they're good if they're in the city and they're getting attacked That's maybe true. the cabin they gotta guess, check off yeah. all their little points right cruise damn ship. If you do, damn uh, <laughs> i was gonna say blainer things did a like mock-up poster yeah. of a cruise ship and it was like the end was shaped like the knife. And he said that's yeah. what he would like Scream 7 to be. I think it would be fun, right? That could like, be a like, cute idea. But I don't want them to get into like the Ryan Murphy like location being the big like headline every time a Scream is announced, right? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I also, I, I, I kind of want them to do a Scream that takes place in like one day. All of these are like very following track, three days or like two days, you know, something like that. I think um, – a screen movie where there's not even enough time for the media to get hold of what's going on or cops to get involved would be like pretty, pretty crazy. Um, Kevin Williamson just did sick. And I just keep thinking about sick in relation to like a screen movie. It felt so much like a screen movie. And I'm like, well, that's pretty isolated. Right. And there's not a whole lot of people that know about what's going on. And there's not even a lot of characters. Yeah. And I think that would be pretty, pretty great. Um, and it didn't it would I would love it to be two hours, but it doesn't even have to be two hours, right? An hour and forty minutes, real tight, you know. They could do that. Um Cheerson, I forget. Did, did you watch Sick? I haven't yet. I meant to, but again, my husband doesn't like it's not that he doesn't like them, but he'll never choose them. Mm-hmm. And so I feel bad dominating our like precious few watching <laughs> hours every day that aren't um mandated by a nine-year-old child who I don't <laughs> take to these movies. Um yeah, so I haven't yet, but it's it's on my list. I was gonna say, unlike Zach with his husband, it was like, no, we are seeing. He just just goes with it. We were in New York and I was like, we mentioned it to Alistair about seeing it again. And I was like, oh, he doesn't want to. I'm not gonna bring it up. And then Zach texts me with, we're seeing it again. (laughs) I waited all day. I waited till like 9.30. I'm like, if I get to like 9.30 PM and he hasn't made a plan for us for this tonight. Uh, we're just going to go see Scream again. And so I waited till 9.30 and at 9.30 on the dot, I said, mm, Scream, we're going to go see Scream 6 again. Um, but he <laughs> he could, he does not give a shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> to fucking kill two, two of us are still like, oh my God, Gail's chasing. And he's like, that's Scream 7 right there. Okay. The couple of <laughs> yeah. faggots. Yeah. 
Get killed by Zach's husband. Zach's husband's husband's revenge. For, <laughs> for making you for making him sit through all of the stabbing. Oh my gosh, what a plot point, right? A, a non-horror fan turning into the killer because they're yes. kind of free. They're so <laughs> sick of all the stab fans. Yes. I do love the line and scream of the six about who gives a fuck about the movies, you know. Yeah. That's pretty great. Oh, and I like Gail clocking it too. When she's like, Oh, are you someone who's mad about movies? Or are you just trying to say relevant? Like I thought that was like a good, like quick like Gail is always good with a quick insult and like sharp and like that's such a good like concise way to insult the fucking killer like I mean granted he then does say I could say the same thing for you yeah. um which is a good comeback but yeah. I, I I like I, I don't know I like that um I don't know where I was actually going other than to yeah. say how much I love Gail well, let's cause... say we leave Sydney out of seven right but we do bring Gail back I feel like Gail's worth it um what are we doing with Gail and seven what are we doing with Gail I I, do I don't know regression <laughs> I because I do want I do want Gail back and I don't want like my last image of Gail to be like almost dead because I was very much like oh yeah she is off limits for me like I don't want to be that kind of scream fan but especially right. in, a, in a Sydney-less movie mm -hmm. like you are not allowed to kill Gail yeah. without the one person who has yes. this like yes. connect. that would just feel yeah, yeah. um so I do want Gail back because I don't want my last image of her to be on a floor, you know, bleeding out. And so, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I just feel like she's always got that reporter bent, although she might not be the best reporter. I feel like she maybe should have known about um, Richie's family. Wait, okay. That's the thing that really bothered me more than I think about. Maybe the cops maybe do background checks when they yeah. hire you and they notice a recent name change? Yeah. <laughs> They, they might. I, you know, who knows what these God, cops are horror movie. Like, we yeah, look yeah. over here just for a second, okay? <laughs> and then you look back, okay? That's all we're doing. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So I have thought of my plot. Okay. Oh, good. So in my plot, um, Gail is being stalked, and um, Kirby is the one yes. on the case, but her hands are tied by official FBI stuff, and she's in trouble for how books she went last time, and so she knows. She knows someone who not only can think like the killers, but also can go toe to toe with them. And so she calls Sam and Tara and Sam and Tara in this movie that I'm writing that literally every screen fan will hate. Um, <laughs> they start stalking Ghostface. So it's mm. actually they're the ones hunting Ghostface. So we're seeing Ghostface that. hunting people, killing people. But we're also seeing Sam and Tara like literally stalking Ghostface to kill him and I love this shit so we do headcanon rewrites all the time right and so I've done my headcanon rewrite for after four so we retcon the end of four Jill got <laughs> away right um Sydney did survive but we don't know that so going into five uh Jill is alive she gets to be her final girl she gets her 15 minutes of fame um but she needs she's starting to fade out a little bit so she orchestrates another ghost face attack however we about halfway through the movie a ghost face starts attacking Jill and we learn later in the movie that it was Sydney and Kirby, Gail, and Dewey all knew that she had survived and helped her kind of orchestrate this to take down Jill and and end it once and for all. But this is not the movie we're talking about, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, like um, I just uh, they 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 really wasted their Jill potential. I think she had so much potential in this franchise. But for Seven, I think I want to see them go really dark with uh, with Sam. So. They, they, mm -hmm. There's always been those ideas floating around about like Sydney and whether she would be uh, could be a ghost face, right? Mm -hmm. But Sydney really is. And just contradict myself for a second. Um, Sydney is too pure of yeah. uh, and too America's final girl to go to the dark side like that. Mm -hmm. It just would never ring true to her. However, Sam is now the final girl, 
and the star of this franchise where we could play out ideas like that with her, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't believe that Sam has a dark heart, but I could see her, like the core four is her found family. And so she mm -hmm. holds them really close and maybe they are drifting. And so she, what brings them back together, goes face attacks, um, tries to orchestrate them without killing core four. Well, they don't want to kill anybody in the core four, but maybe turns to something like that or does some sort of orchestrating. Um, I just think like Sam, we really have to play our darkest fantasies out on Sam. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think it's, it's such a, a, a uh, an exciting idea to do that with a final girl. Cause we don't do that with final girls, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, in that scene, which was one of my favorite scenes in six, where she realizes she's out of bullets instead of running, she just charges straight for him. Like she, and then, you know, she, again, he's on the ground. He's unconscious. They don't take his weapon and kill him. <laughs> they let him wake up. And they set up this whole like elaborate. Yeah. Yes. And like, you know, that's, that's twisted. That's weird. Um, and so, so the idea of Sam sort of going on the hunt, not being the one hunted, but, uh, go, but going on the hunt, I, you know, I'm into it. I like yeah. it. But. Steven. I am interested in that. I was actually, I was very worried they were going to end this one with her sort of looking at the mask. A little I bit thought so. I, yeah, sorry, you can continue with your thought there. I just, I was, so, no, I was I'm, I'm on the same train that you, because I am very much still of the, like, you know, although we're in a franchise now, as Mindy um, told us, um, I am very much like it's each screen movie has to be its own thing. And I and I didn't like the idea of like, oh, we're building up to, to seven. And, and I get that they are a little bit with the characters. I, you know, I'm, I, I, I like those ideas. I'm, I'm interested to see what you that can could shit look on like. Them. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we're spitballing. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to be open to new ways of still stuck on screen two still stuck on screen two slander there was just like smoke coming out of my ears uh, add the graphic I just like picture you sitting there just like wringing your hands like something like really Steven is so yeah. nice I'm gonna go ghost face on all of you um I it, it, I, I think what well, me as a screen fan, I'm open to new ideas, but I think I just am so what I love about those films so much is the the who done it is the mm -hmm. you know I, that is always been I think what has drawn me to these films more than you know some other slashers because of that element and that's just always been something I have been I've just loved and so to take that and sort of, and to twist it and to make Scream sort of something new frightens me a little bit. But I also think what was the first Scream, but, you know, taking yeah. the slasher and creating something new. So I can't be like, oh no, you can't do this to this yeah. this film franchise that has sort of prided, prided itself in, um, in, in sort of twisting things and, and making this, um, this genre of horror different. But um, I am still very connected to the ways yes. of I, I I want to find out who the ghost face is, you know, mm -hmm. in the last you know the last act of it, and and I and I want my final girls to be you know ba battling him out. But I, I'm interested to see where they want to take Sam because I do think there can be some really um, some really cool things, and maybe mm -hmm. sort of 
sort of, you know, Jill being sort of the final girl of, of four and, until she wasn't, maybe take some of those ideas and, and do it with, with Sam a little bit. But yeah, I, I'm hesitant. Uh, I hear it. I do have a, <laughs> yeah. Very scared of the change. Kirsten, I do have a question for you, though. So like you don't have like you said, you don't have all this like emotional like baggage with the movies. Do you still feel like that? I mean, I guess you said you do with Sydney, like Sydney and Gail, you still feel like shouldn't ever die, right? Yes, they can't die. Of the three, Dewey could die. It yes. was sad, but mm-hmm. he could die. Sydney and Gail can't die. Right. Okay. I wasn't yeah. sure if that was just me being like, oh, I've been no. a fan of this for so long. No, okay. it would be such a betrayal after how much those movies and the viewers have invested in those characters and how much those characters have been through for them to just die by some random ghost face. Like, no. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad to know it's not just me being a crazy fan well, because I very much feel that <laughs> connect in the way that they're each um, a side of the coin, right? They mm-hmm. both balance each other really well and, and you have to have both sides of the coin. And I just think, I don't want them to die. I don't want, I don't ever want Sydney to die. If anybody has to die, if like, Gail has to, has to, has to die. Mm-hmm. I can accept it. I will, I will burn the franchise to the ground and never watch it again if Sydney ever died. It just, it, she's been through too much. She's, yeah. she's really made it through. Like she has fought and, and she is, she's earned the right yes. to live. Okay. If anybody, any final girl in any franchise, it's like, it's like what we loved about Laurie Strode when we uh, went through Halloween and we watched this last Halloween. It's like Jamie Lee Curtis and Laurie Strode had earned that ending, right? Whether, whatever you thought about the franchise. Um, I, maybe even Sam doesn't, maybe even without Sam, like doing her core for, for like reunion or whatever, like killing because of that. Maybe she turns into the ghost face who is hunting the ghost face. Mm-hmm. That could be really interesting too, without pushing her all the way to the dark side. It could be out of some, because we know she don't got a problem killing the way she, she's got it in her. Um, I did kind of wish six did set up seven. I, I, I am ready for them to do new. I think after this movie, I'm ready for them to kind of shed the past, revisit it later, and for the next one, we do just brand new um, mm-hmm. with Gail. Yeah, that's the thing I don't understand why people, you know, because Zach and I, after five, we did a, like, what we like for six, and we, and this was before the pay dispute was ever even a subject, but we said, like, we think Sydney deserves a break. Ooh, all like the, the biggest were... taboo thing to ever say, right? <laughs> all the comments were so, it was like, have you ever seen a screen movie? You guys clearly aren't fans. And it's like, screen we love her. We want her to have a break. Oh my gosh. And I'm very like, even like, I, I do think Gail makes the most sense to be coming back into it because she would want to investigate. Yeah. But like, I am a, like, and I love Gail. Gail's my favorite. That's the, that is a character that is made for Ian to love. I would be okay with not seeing her or just her being a cameo. Like I would really, I really would be okay with that because again, I just think those characters have earned, like you said, Kirsten, earned to live, but also earned to not be stabbed a hundred more times. And I mean, Gail also kind of had a death scene in this one, right? Like I, I- Was everybody convinced that Gail was dead during that scene? Like not not that at the very end when she's like gasping for, but like I I remember so she got stabbed in the shoulder and I was like okay, but she got stabbed in the side and I was like oh they're gonna do it they're really gonna do it and then that's the glass thought, came yeah. and I was like Man. I I watched that scene yeah. literally like <laughs> like knees up to my chin uh probably up to my eyeballs actually just like fully it was very stressful uh, and I do think like Gail sort of 
I, I, here's, I want Nev and Courtney to have a paycheck, but I want yes. Sydney and Gail to have a break. So yeah, yeah. it'd be cool. Like can executive producer. Let's uh, it, that oh, wonderful. Here. Wonderful. Cause it's yeah. really hard fighting my, what I want from story versus what I want my favorite like actresses to get, you know, exactly. um, yeah. Yeah. executive and, producer. And with Gail, like she sort of got the, the yeah. one thing sale hasn't, Gail hasn't gotten, which is a, a phone call. Yeah. And that was, and it's, it is, I don't know what more I, I would I would want from Gail, um, right. especially kind of the way they sort of took her character at the beginning of this movie was a little bit um, yeah iffy to me. But uh, um, so yeah, I don't know what I would I what more I would want except I do just love to see Gail. That being said, I feel like the the franchise is in a in a safe enough space right now that I can see a world in which. I can move on from from Sydney yeah. and Gail. as long as as they're keeping the connective tissue and and what I do really love about the kind of creative team behind it is that they they are taking the the history of the film the films and 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 celebrating it and not like doing away with right. with the things that we have loved about it for 25 years or you know a few months or you know however long. I'm not really retconning anything and I really exactly, appreciate yeah. that um, yeah because it's very easy to do that. <laughs> And Zach knows, like, I feel like doing this podcast, that's all, that's always been my biggest issue with certain horror things. It's like, we don't need to retcon, just sure. keep going. And like, Kirsten, you've written a zillion books. I'm sure there's been things where you've been like, ah, crap, I wish I hadn't done that plot. And then just kept going, right? So many, so many. <laughs> like, I could have made my life so much easier if I just included this or I hadn't included that. Um, but when you're building a series as you're going, like you really can't do that. And I think that they have built in smart and interesting ways. But I agree with that. The problem with Gail and Sydney is if they're in the movie, they should be the main characters. Yes. And so for me, it's actually weirder to have them sidelined as like tertiary characters than to have them not in the movie. Like I would rather yeah. Sydney be somewhere happy and safe than, and I, I loved Sydney in five. I loved that she was just like, she was, she just owned herself, right? And she was so badass. Um, and and for me, the moment when Sydney was done with the, and again, I think Nev should be, you're exactly right, executive producer. She should make money off of every single one of yeah. these movies, <laughs> no matter what, forever. And same with Courtney. Um, we're on first name basis. Yeah, yeah. you're friends. Um, <laughs> yes, we're just really good friends after how much time I've spent with them. Um <laughs> But, but when, when Sydney hangs up on Ghostface and then when, when um, Gail gets her phone call and survives her most personal encounter with Ghostface ever, like that for me, um, and the Gail not so much actually, but, but Sydney's done. Sydney yeah. is done with Ghostface. Yeah. And like, um, so yeah, I think, and yeah, and I think they need to be, they need to be signed led because otherwise they should be the main characters. Right. Yes. Character. And I think the very next movie that Sydney needs to be in, it needs to be a Sydney movie, a return to yeah. Sydney story. And I think I do want that, but not mm -hmm. for a good bit. I don't mm -hmm. want it for seven. I don't think, um, I yeah. would love to see if they want to bring Sydney in, give us, give us a scare that builds us up, but doesn't pay off. Right. Like we think something like she's celebrating a birthday and it's nighttime and like, there's something, I don't know. And there's. 
Like even if they want to yeah, do she like made a somebody, that should be the opening yeah. of the next movie with Sydney, and you think she's about to get killed, and then she's not, and then it and just cuts to the main story. So <laughs> the opening kill least... is that there's not a kill. But I would be interested. <laughs> she just kisses uh, Patrick Dempsey, and... but we get to see her, and we still get to like enjoy her without yes. being terrified yeah. that somebody is going to take it upon themselves and feel entitled to kill her. You know, and that would be uh, so funny because right, that's the only thing they can do at this point. That's not expected yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true <laughs> okay so that's the opening of our movie yeah so she blows it, out it. our birthday candles and it screams seven puts her kids to bed it's fine <laughs> yeah. she hears like a noise right and she's like creeping up the stairs or something yeah. and it's just her kid like I don't know, doing whatever kids do in their rooms and yeah, something making so noise, cute. you know. Um, I, I, I said this on one of our other courses. I've I now I've had so many people be like, the opening kill should be Sydney's family in the next one. And I'm like, no. Oh my gosh, the whoever says you? that is just wanting to watch the world world burn at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, yeah, that would not be fun. No. I, I would, you know, in five, it, it made enough sense for them to come back and be the side characters, yes. right? But six really showed where it's sort of faulting with Gail. And like how it doesn't really make sense for her to be a fully sidelined character, um, even though she did get her full circle like ghost face call. Um, mm-hmm. But I would even if, if if Dewey didn't keep her from writing them damn books, <laughs> I would hope that being on the brink of death would just give her mm-hmm. like some pause and be like, maybe I'll just like move to a new apartment and well, focus on that for a little bit. And I mean, what you said too, like, I, I, I mean, we're all very correct, right? Like, I think... Like the the sidelining of Gail in this movie was so weird for Kirby, who knows Gail to be like, mm-hmm. no, you can't come. Like that doesn't and did make Kirby sense. Have any reason to not like Gail? No. Did they interact no. in four at all? Like, the- right? Like that should have been yeah. someone that she's like, oh, this person knows yeah. their shit. I know that yeah. she's survived. Yes, come with us. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so that like bothers me because like then like like you said, Kirsten, then you have to think of like ways to get them out. And then it just doesn't like make sense. Yeah. Because like Gail should have been there because theoretically she's the most capable one to survive it because she's yeah. survived it so How many, many times. How many ghost faces has she personally taken out? Like, yeah. I uh, heard like... that, that um, Sydney's cameo was supposed to be, and I don't know if this is true or not, but was supposed to be her showing up at the very end to save the day or to like aid in saving the day. And that would have been so, I would have been so pissed. Just like, because yeah. then yeah. It, it sets the pattern for, she just shows up for all of these things. Yeah. Plays yeah. a gun and like does all that thing. Um, and that was five. And yeah, Gail, we got that, yeah. I know Gail just, it felt like she was only in this movie. One, to give us the cool ass chasing. I will always be grateful for that. Yeah. But really she was only in the movie to, to show us where the theater was. Because I mm-hmm. guess Kirby couldn't have done it. I, it made no sense why Kirby couldn't have found it, you know? And again, like, I, Kirsten and Stephen both said it bothers me that like Gail would be too smart to fall. Like, I just feel like she wouldn't have fallen. She would have been like, well, it's under these names, but it seems like even if she just said it seems to be fake under their names, like, yeah. I don't know who really is, but it's under their names. Like, okay, we could still have it be like they fall into the trap that way, but like, I just don't buy that Gail would have fallen. I don't know, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. So, know. wait, so I do okay. want to talk about, I do want to talk about what characters do you think? Like I'm, this was in my notes, but we, I I I put Sydney and Gail maybe cameos. That's it. I feel like they could give Gail back. I don't know why they took this away, but like she's a morning show. That's like a perfect mm-hmm. way to have her in a cameo for me. Is mm-hmm. like she's on the TV it's, a lot and she's well, yeah. Because the back the the intros of the other ones where they had clips from other stab movies, 
have Gail in her morning show playing in the background when someone's right. horribly murdered. Right. Even so, still, like, like, maybe she would want to leave the city after this. Why isn't she, like, on location, Lisa Ling reporting, you know, and doing different, like, across the Mer across America sort of She would have, something. like, a job job. Yeah. Yes. Like, she would be out doing something. I would love to see Kirby come back. Um, I think Kirby yes. makes the most sense to come back. Rewrite her career. I do not want her being part of the FBI. She leaves the FBI because she hates – she don't want to be stabbed again, right? She <laughs> made the most sense as some sort of – horror something professor yeah. uh true crime podcast i think at this point she can't really go through school and do uh to be a professor if they come right. out with one in a year or two years um but like something to do with true crime maybe because she would have that real world experience and i could see her as the horror fan really tying the two together yeah. rewrite her career bring that in make that play into the mystery somehow and solving it um because she would have the knowledge on it you know um uh that's what I was going to ask you guys, because I do think Kirby makes the most sense to come yes. back. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and I see, wouldn't well, be terribly pissed if she died. Yeah. I think a lot of people, yes. I'd be sad, would. but. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. She, if if there's like a survivor that can die, I, I would be. I would, I would have been fine with it. That's why I said yeah. I think a lot of people, but yeah, yeah. I was more. <laughs> I mean, she already died. So... <laughs> she did not care. Did you watch the movie? <laughs> that was one of my brilliant. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, I would like. I think she'd be great to bring back, but also she'd be a great one to bring back and kill, right? Because you're connected to her, you care about her. You, they've already done a lot of the character work, and they've established that they've got these long-running characters that don't die, and so then, yeah, she would be she'd be a great one to kill. Um, <laughs> she, I, I love her, but yes, I she. It is okay for these people to die yes. in this horror franchise. It, you know, as much as we, like, I, I would have been, yeah, we've talked about it. Like, I would have been very sad if Mindy and Chad had died. But also, I am watching Scream, so I I, I yes. have to be okay with that. And I do think a lot of people are becoming less okay with, like, things like that. And I and, just think it's so funny that the one who's like, I'll never let go, Jack, is the one who's like, kill everybody. <laughs> out of the four of us, David. I know. I'm really. I. I you know, I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm complicated. Um, <laughs> but I, and I was trying to think of more characters because I do. And I mean, I said this about Deputy Judy, right? Mm -hmm. That's why it's good to have some characters survive because then that was it's, such a sad death scene, yeah. right? Oh, the, the lead up yeah. with the, all of the fake outs of the like opening the fridge. Yes. Yeah. Music builds, closing the fridge. I was laughing my head off. I thought that was yeah. so fun. <laughs> like it was so well done, but so like genuinely sad. That was a really, really yes. sad death yes. on screen. And then for her son to die immediately after, like that was sad. Even yeah. though he barely knew her son. He was not in it much, but like those deaths had an impact. Those ones were really yes. well done. So yeah, I yes. think- I, I think that like, you know, bringing back these core characters. Yeah. Um, I I know though, you guys, what they're gonna do for Scream 7. Like, I know the plot. But I, know the, I know who the killer is at least. <laughs> yeah. Because if five was one and six oh. was two, seven is three. So the killer yes. is da -da -da, Tara and Sam's mom, who okay. they have built up as <laughs> being a terrible disengaged mom who obviously had a thing for a psychotic sociopath in high school and who has lost everything because of Sam. So yes. she lost the boyfriend when she was pregnant. Uh, she lost her husband when Sam revealed her parentage. She lost Tara because Tara took Sam's side over her side. So the killer in seven is going to be their mom. 
So then that leads us right into what do we, because we just went into what we wanted seven to be, what will seven be? And I think that absolutely tracks. Did you hear that um, Marlissa Brer said she would love Selma Hayek to be yeah. Christina? Oh my God. I would oh, love wonderful. that too. I don't think Selma Hayek would do it, but I would love Why that. Why not? Please, Selma Hayek, come on. I would say, like, one thing that I would love from these films again, and truly no offense to the lovely cast who's in this one, I, I do think... And maybe this is like my 90s kid, like, oh my gosh, Shamisha Geller's here and Johnny McCarthy, you know. But like, <laughs> it would be nice to have maybe some, not necessarily names, but like more, some recognizable. Tori Spelling. Tori Spelling <laughs> needs to Spelling. be killed in a Scream movie. I think, I, I, we said this, Zach and I said this so much, but I think she would be a very good opening kill because she could just play herself. And she seems like she would be like down for like, mm-hmm. sure, also I'm belongs to the movies kill. where, you know, three mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Like I, that would be, I don't know that. Nah, you know what? She just need to scream oh, and run she around. She, she did Sharknado. She, she would do this. She would do she it. She just needs to just run. Oh, I was gonna say, I don't know if she could sell it, Zach, is what I was gonna uh, say. <laughs> but like something like that, like, Tori Spelling is technically a fucking character in that universe, mm-hmm. right? Like, sure, that could be an opening kill. Like, I just, I do think there's something like, like we said, the, the thing I bring up with Judy all the time is because, right, you don't care about her in four. She's mostly there as like, yeah. is she ghostface or is she, she not? Goes. You don't care, but that's a perfect character to carry over. And then like, like you said, Kirsten, it was still fucking upsetting, even though it was this character yeah. you didn't care that much about. But like, well, who could they carry over from six? I like, know, that's... I don't well, think they have anybody that they can. There's no one to kill. <laughs> not enough. Um, I do hope that in seven, um, I, I Josh Cigarra, um, hot boyfriend of guy the other from, guy fame. from the other two, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. of the other two fame. Um, I, I felt bad that you got like sidelined in the last act. You know, I would be very upset if I were cast in those movies and didn't have like a scene of fear he you know was across the hall in the apartment i guess but um i hope he has like um maybe another shirtless scene in seven (laughs) Uh, i think that would be really good character development i think so too maybe he and chad like kind of explore their (laughs) their, the writer says that's good character development it's good character development right (laughs) Right? yes exactly so um i think uh, christina knows him so I do think there was there were some seeds in seven or six that we need to pay attention to the the therapist dying that whole scene felt very disconnected from the rest of the movie and I I would I would think it would be cool to like that would play into seven somehow but I'm always wrong but it's still like something I don't know I feel like there's a seed here um I am like very on the Christina train too though I think I think it has to be their mom you know yeah, I, it just has to be. And especially because we haven't seen her, but they've, like you said, they've like put characteristics there. We know from the first movie, the fifth movie, she was not a good mom. She may be like, right. and they're like, oh, your mom's a drunk. And then like six is they're like, no, she's a bad they mother. They talk because... about her a lot for her to not have made an appearance yeah. yet. Yeah. yeah, they reference her several times. But then that becomes tricky because obviously they know what right. she looks like and their friends know what she looks like. Right. So then how do you have it? Because if the mom shows up, those of us who have watched Scream will be like, killer! Right. 
so um, so then you're like if she shows up it's got to be a red herring right but but if they follow the pattern it's got to be somebody related to sam or tara yeah. and tara it'll be whatever, like a Debbie something. It is, if it's connected to stew I'm going to throw the whole franchise. At Listen, and this is why I don't think we should completely discount that, right? I would love to say, because I hate that theory, and mm-hmm. I would love to say throw it completely out, burn it, but that was the original plan for three. It was supposed to be stew. I could see them bringing it to fruition somehow. But I, I, mean, I feel as like... As much as I love Stu, and I do love Stu, I think he is the best killer they've ever he had just died. because his level of unhinged, yeah, lethal, just absolute psychotic no like there is no soul there right when he finally like all the way breaks down he's amazing but he, he's super dead he's like, dead, dead, dead dead he's dead, he's dead. dead. and like, i just if i could just say one thing <laughs> to the people to the people watching this are you a stew truther i should have maybe asked that first because the way you're leading no. into this you know are dead <laughs> stew is dead Jennifer Jolie. Jennifer Jolie is not dead. She is not dead. dead. She is going to lead the cult of Ghostface in Scream 7, and she's going to be under the pseudonym. uh, uh, Angelina Aniston is what her name is now. That's what she's going by. I just, I, 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 I think people... Because these guys brought Kirby back, now I think there is a, a section of the fandom that now thinks any request they have of somebody who they just want. Yes, there are so many, as uh, my Twitter name is Sober Sister CC Cooper. I don't want CC Cooper back. I don't want their mother back. She died. I, I wait. So fun fact, I told Steven that when I had to search, I did like a list for work of like CC Cooper, like Sarah Michelle Geller, CC Cooper, whatever. All that came up was all of his tweets because his name, it like shows up in the search. So when I search CC Cooper, it's just all of Steven's tweets. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually, my, but, my, my plan worked, yeah. But so I I do agree with you there. Like the, the Jennifer Jolie stuff, she's dead. They like- She by, got stabbed in the stomach. How many people get stabbed but, in the stomach, okay? But like they show her not moving like she falls out her eyes like, are closed she's fine she's okay breathing. sorry i watch all these movies way too fast and i don't remember names parker posey <laughs> parker posey yeah um, okay, okay 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 yeah. yeah you know parker posey i remember that name. she's i mean she's absolutely one of the best characters but like she's yeah. dead she's yeah. dead she's dead and i yeah. think she was so good in the world of scream 3 i don't know if like i don't know yeah. i just you know rest in peace if we need to like start putting characters autopsies on this, although that doesn't. <laughs> I think they're gonna have to. Because like you're just autopsy report. <laughs> um, wouldn't it be funny if <laughs> the killer reveal in seven is nobody they know? They're like, <laughs> who? They're like, wait, what? <laughs> because also that would make sense though, right? Like someone's just obsessed with the story just and obsessed with them is not already part of their lives, breaks yeah. all of the rules that they've established. I, I don't think even why they do will that. never hire me to write a screen because I'd be like, <laughs> no, 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 they should hire you for that. We talk about yes. this all the time is like the world that they have created, there are probably murders, ghost face murders happening all over the country that are just like in small towns, one-off murders and they get caught real fast or like, it's not always grand scheme um, connected to Sydney, connected to Gail, connected to like this inner circle. There have to be these things happening already for people who idolize serial killers. Yes. And like, well, okay. Yes. 
And just real quick, going back to the stew thing, I've seen so many people be like, well, they said that line, but it was so obvious that they were saying he's dead, right? Like Mindy's like referencing annoying people. I hope so. I feel like universe. I'm going crazy when I think about it too long. <laughs> but then Kirby kills the other killer. Like she kills Ethan the same yeah. way Stu's dead. And like that's showing you, look, this person is dead. Also, I just think that maybe sometimes a lot of the youths forget and all of us, Zach, you remember too. Those TVs were heavy back then. They were, they were huge. Like, yeah. Even when yeah, they but, first started doing flat screens, like I had one of the earlier flat screens when I went to college. I, that was one of my um, uh, graduation presents. And that fucking thing was like so heavy to carry up and downstairs to my dorm room. Right. Like, sure. A flat screen TV the now. Boxes were not, like yeah. 10 times that, you know? That, that's the thing I think people forget is like, and it was not only a regular, it was like a bigger one too. So like, mm-hmm. yes, that, absol- that absolutely would kill someone. <laughs> or you know what? Yeah. Bring Matthew Lillard back, but just in a totally random role and he's not <laughs> Stu. Yeah. And he's never Stu and it never links. And nobody <laughs> the thing ever is, they says- could do They could totally do that. But they do yeah. things like that all the time in movies. Prosthetics, a little bit of facial hair, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. They, he, they can give him a job, you know, <laughs> bodega guy. <laughs> I can do something. He's in the background of stream too. Remember he showed up on set and he's yeah. when the Kirsten, I don't know if you knew this when they're at that, like, is it the frat party? It's a frat party, isn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. He's behind yeah. them. Matthew Lillard yeah. just went on set and he's behind them. In that was set. he dating yeah. Nev Campbell at that time? Because oh. he was dating her around one or two. I don't remember which one. Maybe. Mm-hmm. A little bit set. But, like, I love that, like, she just showed up to set, and they're like, sure, yeah. be in the background. Yeah, and listen, whatever. Even and, like, his hair is... Going. And his hair is bleach blonde, so, like, yeah. once you know that his hair is bleach blonde, it's very obvious, oh, that's Matthew Lillard standing behind them. <laughs> he comes up uh, to Sydney. He's just like, hey, Sid, I'm real sorry about last year, you know. Uh, yeah. Bye I God. think... Uh, what going they through sh- some stuff. <laughs> what yeah. they need to do, I though... Hard on all of us. Is, um, <laughs> you know, you can forget what you <laughs> You know, hormones. In my healing journey. Let <laughs> me say, I forgive anyone for anything that you guys We're all a mess. I might draw the You're line. You're not Sydney Prescott. You're not Sydney murder, Prescott. But... Yeah, as a yeah. murder might be the line. Like... <laughs> might, might. might. Um, they need to give them a little more time, though. I don't know if I want to see it in one year. I think a couple yeah, I... years. I, yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting. I, I was, you know, just thinking from like a, a studio perspective and how how well this one is done. And, and, people um seem to like really be responding to it like yeah. it, it it seems to be for a lot of fans very high up on their on their ranking which i'm also not in a space to make my ranking yet i think that's oh, we're gonna it. ask um, you all at the end of this i mean i am like <laughs> i'm like i've been losing sleep i've been journaling um um but yeah i would be okay with a break but i'm i'm guessing from a studio perspective so, they yeah. are we boom, probably boom, also boom. want to lock Jenna Ortega in because she's on the rise. In a she's busy, working, yeah. man. She's working. Yeah, she's um, they're going to have to pay her a lot for, it's, for coming up. You know, it's it's funny how her rise to fame tracks with also the Scream stars. How like yes. in 2, like Timothy Oliphant wasn't famous when 2 came out, but then now he is, you know, she has Star a very Wars specific and... not like late 90s, um, um, just like teen star on the rise like she had the year Sam michelle geller, Sarah michelle geller yeah. like a, even a jennifer love hewitt right like she mm-hmm. is one of those core groups that we we're seeing now um and we don't have a lot of those anymore you know yeah, i haven't uh, thought about i mean obviously i've thought about her but yeah i haven't thought about like the uh, very much like 
Sam Michelle Gellar in 1997, just mm-hmm. like, and it, it, it's I, good for her. I'm very excited for her. Um, but yeah, they're going to want to lock her in <laughs> and get, yeah. But I, I, it's actually, I think the whole, the core four, they're all, you know, sort of on the rise in big ways. And yeah. they all seem Plus, like lovely people. If she wants to get out, she could get killed in the next one. There you go. There you go. I, I always wonder about that with a contract. Like, I contract. wonder if someone like her is like, I will come back only if you kill me. So then I don't have to do like, I like, yeah. Like Harrison's for Harrison Ford's, I will appear in my legacy media, but you have to kill me off tour. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I do see her. She seems like she has a little bit more respect for this though. And this being like, these are, these are big movies when they premiere, like the posters are everywhere. Scream six posters were everywhere in New York city, all over the billboards. Um, those are big premieres, you know, uh, I would hope that she just really enjoys doing those, you know. Yeah. If she didn't, we would know because she would talk about it. In she, I feel like she would. Yes. We would know. Yeah. And it's uh, a huge, but, like profile booster. That absolutely yeah. was it was integral in her getting like Wednesday and all of these mm-hmm. other things that she's been doing, you know. Yeah. Um, and to to be the number one movie and you know uh, worldwide and and to be breaking records for yeah. a franchise like that's not. I, I think as an actor, that would probably not be something you'd want to run away from right away. That being said, if she did want to die, I mean, for for our um, Sam as Ghostface uh, folks out there, what what a catalyst for- I yes. was, Stephen, I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't say she should kill Tara because Tara's oh, death could be the reason that. she be, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, like then Tara could, the Tara could be the opening kill. Yeah. And th- so like the thing I want is like, I maybe I've said this already. I've been thinking of it the whole time. Is like I would if if Sydney or Gale were an opening attack, I want them to kill the ghost face. That's what I want there. And then the reveal to be there are a bunch more. And it didn't matter that this one ghost face was killed. So like, but if Tara had to die, I would want her to die the way the only way I'd want Tara to die is the same way. The only way I accept Gale dying is killing the ghost face with like they're both dying. Like she mm-hmm. takes him out the same time he takes her out. And like Tara has, I do feel like Tara at this point, I mean, you know, doesn't have 25 years of it, but has earned that kind of yeah. death scene. What does the what does the New York Times bestselling author think of that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I, I feel like that's the nice thing about having this new cast of characters is you are less attached to them. Like I, like again, establishing I'm not a long-term fan of this series. I'm a very recent fan of this series, but I would be pissed if Sydney got killed. If yeah. Sam dies in the next, not Sam, Tara, whatever, names. If the <laughs> small one dies in the next movie. Um, like, it would be sad. It would be upsetting, but like, I would be okay with it. Yeah. Um, and and so I think that, you know, they've got they've got a little bit more leeway now that they've, they've sort of hit, hit reset on everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but then it's like, how long do you go with these final girls? Um, do you do you establish that these are our new permanent final girls, or in seven, do you spin off into new final girls so that you can so that you establish we're not going to follow these characters forever? Um, we're branching out, we're building the scream verse. I I like that idea, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah just well, that's what I've done in my career is I'm like I'm going to establish early on I do not do the same thing over and over again. If you like my books, guess what? It's going to be something <laughs> different next time, and I think. <laughs> With this, with this re reboot, what did they call it? Requel. Requel. Concept. The sooner they branch out from the formula, 
the better it's going to be for them in terms of building it out. If they wanted to do like multiple storylines, if they mm-hmm. want to do like a Sydney and Gail standalone, if they wanted to, you know, um, but in order to do that, you have to like think long-term and know you can think long-term, which means yeah. you have to have the security to know yeah. that you're going to be able to make multiple movies before investing in new characters and asking audiences to invest in new characters. So I do think that, I honestly do think that the next movie will be Scream 3. Yeah. I I, uh, well, I, I, I think I'm there. Yeah. What were you, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of, you know, getting the heads of, of the creative team and yeah, because they do seem to obviously be following very much matching. Um, so next one would be Scream 3. And then are they making a trilogy or are they going then, you know, the, the thing I love for. So, mm-hmm. they, you know, are they going for uh, the fourth or are we getting to Scream 8? And then we're, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm curious what four is its own thing i view it as yeah. four. I, I agree but yeah yeah and I, thing, but. I i mean i think it's like it's wild like zach and i didn't realize till we covered four that like four was not that beloved and i don't understand why i mm-hmm. like i i, I think it's, it's gotten there now yeah but i yeah. think it just was one of those instances of something being really ahead of its time i i truly think mm-hmm. it was and um and there's a lot not to to like kind of get annoyed with them for like watching it sometimes you have to just really get over that filter because it does take you out a little bit you know it's really hard yeah (laughs) um and it's not in the trailer we we like reacted to the trailer and the trailer looks fun we just watched the trailer and there's no filter on it wonder i just i need to know why how 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 do we get there why who Hmm. but do you guys remember there were movies back then that did have like i felt like like wedding crashers had like a not as harsh but like some kind of filter like that like movies had a weird filter but it just like was up to a hundred for four and i don't yeah 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 i I think four i do agree that four it was its own thing i think this will be three um that's really tracking for that but i uh, i would love to say i hope that there or that i think they're gonna do something wild with it but i you know what i want I, it's going to be three. I want the creators to take a break because it seems like they're a little burnt out right now from this. And I don't want them to make a mistake being burnt out in this movie. I would rather them take a second, really conceptualize what they want and bring that to fruition, you know, um, instead of having a studio like shoving mm-hmm. them into th- into the, this next one. You know, yeah. um, I think that's my only real true hope. So, yeah. All right. My I are we? Oop. We're still going. We're still going. Am I frozen um, or is Zach's frozen? I, I think Zach's frozen. Oh, okay. Zach's frozen. Am I still? Am I still frozen? Oh. Am I here? Oh wait, you're back. 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 You're back. You're back. back. You're back. Okay, it's saying my internet connection is on. <laughs> I was like worried. I was pretty like, much reached the frozen? end of the the conversation here. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I am gonna ask your scream rankings now for our two guests. We'll have Kirsten go first because you seem a little more stable than Stephen at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys when you guys see a ghost face appear behind me we know who it is um yeah. <laughs> okay rankings one obviously is number one and always will be um it was groundbreaking everything about it was great um and then for me next oh um i'm gonna say four God. then five and six are tied because i actually like six better as a movie but i like five for the um sydney and gale factor and then three, and then two. There you go. I the the wild thing, 
as Kirsten was going through the movies, we had almost the exact, like our ranking is very similar mm-hmm. and we had almost the exact same opinions, which was very like, mm-hmm. Kirsten and I tend to agree on most pop culture. We're taste twins. I will straight yeah, up text Ian and say, what is our opinion of this show? Do I go see it? Do yeah. we like it? And you, <laughs> are you going to do, are you going to do Scream the TV series? A watch it? No. Uh, there's three seasons. I don't know. <laughs> I, I oh, only I don't. I, I, the third, I, saw, I mean, I didn't love that, but the third season of that, I couldn't even get through. Steven, really, yeah. The everyone on Twitter will say, like, I kept seeing everyone say, no, but the third season's really great. I've been so I watched, that. I watched it, and I was like, this is not good. Like, it was, <laughs> it's not good at all. Not good at all. Like, is there's charming, only but... six of these movies, and I've exhausted rewatching them now. And I'm like, I need something, so I'm like. Right. I'm toying well, I, with the idea the of going M- through the show. The MTV, the first two seasons of that, and then they had like the Halloween like movie special. Like not great, but like like you could watch it to satisfy yeah. an itch. Um, but I do think the third season, I'm so sorry to Kiki Palmer and I think she, producer Queen Latifah. Yeah. Um, if you see this, I love you both, but it was so yeah, no. There is so Wait, so I, I, I'll, I'll drop a light spoiler, Zach, because okay. this is so fucking stupid. I feel like I watched them, though, so I might already know. Yeah, I thought you did, too. But think... so Tony Todd, who played Candyman, has like a bit mm. role. And he has a hook and him and Ghostface fight and he fights him with his hook and Ghostface fights him with his knife. And I was like, this is so fucking stupid. Like, they clearly were like, look how clever we are, but it's not clever. It's just stupid. <laughs> okay, well, plot of Scream 7. Monster v. Monster. Yeah, spoiler. Um, we've given you enough time, Steven. What's your ranking now? Okay, okay. Okay, 6 has really just thrown a wrench. Actually, a couple things have thrown a wrench. I recently um, was showing my my boy my boyfriend I'd never seen 4, and so I rewatched that with him. And so I, I watched that in like with new eyes, you know, I think it's so exciting when you can watch these films yes. and like you, when you're not, you're like, Oh yeah. I, all these things that I'm expecting, this person isn't expecting. And like Jill as the killer and he prides himself in like figure like that was shocking to him. And so four has sort of moved up. So here's my ranking as of right now, subject to change um, two, one, Ooh. two, one. You like two the best? That's <laughs> my husband too. That's wild. It's yeah. crazy. I love two the best. I do. I think it is. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could go into it for, but um, that's not why I'm here. Um, we can chat later. Chat <laughs> later. Two, one, um, four, five, three, six. <gasps> six all the way down there. Ooh. Okay, but I, here's the thing. I do think six is a better movie than three, but I have just in my time here on earth um i just really love three i i i I just like as a scream fan i've just really grown to love three and i not in like a blind way like i know it's false but there are so many things i love about three and right now for me and i think it's going to change as i like reflect on six more when i see it again but my issues with six are so large and i think the lack of kills for me is is a really big one mm-hmm. i think the ghost face reveal is the absolute weakest in the franchise and those are two pretty significant things for me that i i do sort of have it way at the bottom of my list 
but I do love six. And if anybody tries to say anything mean to me on Twitter about this ranking, this is yeah. You know that you will hurt my feelings. <laughs> we I will fight for Steve. You will hurt will my feelings. This the thing is the thing is this franchise does not have a bad movie. So right. really ranking them is not saying this one is shitty. This one yeah, is shitty. Exactly. It really is comes down to our own sort of rewatchability. Yeah. Um, and honestly, a more honest question would be. Uh, in each trilogy, how do you rank them, right? Because you have your first trilogy, you have four, and then you have this mm -hmm. this next few. So um, maybe That's we'll great, have to just yeah. start asking that at some point. Yeah, I mean, I, think I would true. just like point. like the worst the worst screen movie isn't a bad movie. Yes, you know, for all of us, like they're all right. fun, they're all worth watching. So again, also don't come for me because I'm so good at ignoring everyone. Again, yes. Star Wars novel. <laughs> oh, so, hey, We've got two opening kills here. We know me and Ian make it to the next podcast. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Steven's the more me. Kirsten's the more Zach. I get my feelings hurt. There you go. Um, and with that, uh, Kirsten White, where can everybody find you? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at, at Kirsten White. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at, at other Kirsten White. And you can find me on the shelves of your local bookstore. And Steven? Um, uh, you can find me on Instagram, um, S O'Neill, O N E A L L, and on Twitter, um, at S O'Neill 89. Um, my name is Sober Sister KCCC Cooper on there. Um, and people actually think I'm sober, and I do feel bad about that. So I'm sorry yeah. if that is actually something I have projected onto the world. That is not the case for me. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think that's it. Unless you want to Venmo me, but uh, Venmo, <laughs> Venmo him too. I was always uh, see. I've never read it as S O'Neill. I've always read it as Sonal, and I feel stupid. So, <laughs> I, I know, like, I know. <laughs> it's I don't. If anybody has any ideas on how to, because people say Sonal, they say <laughs> they don't know how to say what I'm trying to project, which is first letter of my first name and then my last name. So if anybody has ideas on how I can make that, you're better, doing fine. You're doing great. You're you're projecting sober sister. Zizi Cooper. Silver Sister Energy. Wait, exactly. Stephen, I got to tell you what I thought your name was when we first started following each other. What? Because your display name is Cece Cooper, I didn't know what your name was. Yeah. I yeah. thought your handle was So Neil and your name was Neil. Yes, I've gotten that too. Okay. Yes, I've gotten lots of things. I've really um, not established myself well online. He says, but Ian, I, I realize, okay? I'm hearing yeah, it. Like, I fucking get, <laughs> I get it, it, Ian. I get it, I get it, okay? Um, yeah, and if you ever want to find us, My Bloody Judy, you can search My Bloody Judy. Um, Ian has Slayer Fest 98. Which uh, Zach and Kirsten things. are both co-hosts on, and yes. Steven has been on. I've been on. I love it. Love all of this. <laughs> And Ian, do you have any? Uh, we are we are sponsored by Horror Press. So before we hang up, Ian, do you have any articles you've written for Horror Press recently that you'd like to promo? I do. I did a recently. I think I lied in our last episode. I said it was published. It has not been you published did. yet. I but looked it, it up. Upcoming. I yeah. had nothing to show. Our, our Mike. I did a Ghostface ranking. Um, that is an upcoming article. I did a spoiler full review of Scream Six that I had to. Kirsten, I felt like you, <laughs> you know, you were writing a book. I'm writing a three-page review. <laughs> I It was 2,200 words. It was supposed to be 800. So I rewrote the whole thing, taking a little bit of sentences out. It was still too long. So I edited it three times, got it down to 1,400 words. And I was, I told our wonderful editor, James Michael, I was like, I know I'm over the word limit. It's not going to get any shorter. I'm sorry. And he was like, that's fine. <laughs> so there's that. Um, I go into like, I talk about the the kills, which I talk about the legacy characters, talk about the setting. And I talk about, I like break it down into like parts. And I kind of end it the same way you did, Steven and Kirsten. Like, even though I had 
like issues with it. It's still a screen movie. There are no bad screen movies. Um, I've also done, I wrote a piece about Buffy for her birthday. Um, I did an interview with Summer Bischel, who's also a co-host on Slayerfest, um, about the magicians. Plenty of articles, and there's a lot of other great writers over there, too. There you go. go check there it out. You go. Yeah. And uh question for the audience. Uh, we got two questions for the audience. What do you want to see in Scream 7, and what do you think we will see in Scream 7? Leave down down in the comments below. Message us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, no hate. <laughs> Be nice. Be nice. I we see will. all the comments. <laughs> and we will uh we'll talk to you next time. Bye.